This is episode 89 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is Thursday, April 9th, the year of our Lord, 2015, and I am joined, I'm Jeremy Holmes, and I am joined by my beautiful, wonderful, smart, funny, talented, hilarious co-host, Jeremy Henson. Hey, you forgot pregnant. <laughs> Ooh. That's right. <laughs> Spoiler and hey, alert. Why didn't you name drop Eureka Podcast on there? <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> and of course, Christy Wise is here. Hello. Oh, hi, Christy. Yeah. It's Christy Wise, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and her. So uh, we did have plans to have to be joined tonight by Craig. So Herg. Herg from the Eureka Podcast. We've had Jeremy on, and we talk about Eureka Podcast, uh, and we thought we'd we'd uh, have pop our Craig cherry, as it were. Mm-hmm. And Craig promised early on that uh, <laughs> when he came on, it was going to be a train wreck, and uh, he proved that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mission accomplished. <laughs> so you know, I, I I I only wish that I would have sent the beer to you instead of to him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. In Craig's defense, in Craig's defense, <laughs> as you will hear on the latest episode of Eureka Podcast, which should drop in the next forty-eight hours. Um, he is one of the busiest men I know right now. He is in the process of moving, uh, which, by the way, this is this might be a bombshell. Uh, this might be you're hearing it here first. Craig's Ooh. got a job in Kansas City, and he is working on finding a new place, getting moved. He's got to like, buy like a, a half of a new wardrobe because he's got to wear a tie at work now oh, and wow. stuff. I mean, oh, wow. big boy stuff. Big yeah. so. big move from cargo pants of last year. <laughs> I know, and he always gives me a hard time about giving him a hard time about that, but I'm. I Thank, thank you for remembering that, Christy. Oh, that's when I became the intern and his personal life coach because <laughs> nice. I said, do not wear cargo pants <laughs> on this date. And he did not. He and did look not. At him now. Yeah. yeah. Took my advice. So I, I forgot to mention, just to clarify, we were going to have Craig on, like I said. <laughs> Craig canceled last minute because something came up with his house, right? He's like working on his house because he's moving. He's working on his house. And so he wasn't yes. able to. Yep. Yep. Hot water heater went out. He's been without hot water for a couple of days and he reached the boiling point, ironically. And um, he said, I got to get, I, I can't wait any longer. I got to get this taken care of. So he got that fixed. And then we had enough time to record because we know where his priorities are. Mm, yeah. And uh, as usual, I step in as a hero and save the day. <laughs> it was very nice of you. It was very Jeez, nice. I of come you across as a prick sometimes. I should stop doing that. You and me both, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> yes, you're a jerk. We'll get to that. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, no. oh, no. So on today's show, we have a very exciting full uh, roster of events. Is that what they call it? A roster? So we have a roster. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I don't uh, believe it's a roster. You're still doing your baseball shtick. Agenda. Oh, yeah. That's right. I It was a roster. I had a whole <laughs> baseball-themed show planned. Oh, so I was going to sleep through that. <laughs> More yep. than usual, even. Yeah. So what's the lineup tonight, Jeremy? <laughs> so uh, we have a segment that I am calling Open Lines with Jeremy Henson. Ooh. We have uh, Am I a Jerk, some drone strikes, and some space news if we, uh, if we have enough time. And uh, if Christy needs something to help her fall asleep towards the end of the show. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, so, uh, so Jeremy, what... Uh, Yes, Holmes. <laughs> yeah, Henson and Holmes. That's um right. wh- what would you say what would you say that you nerd out about? You know, I nerd out a lot of, about a lot of things. Uh I'm the worst nerd there is because um I was also a jock in high school. But I I I was okay, I was a jock in high school. I was a starting point guard on the basketball team uh my junior year. Um I played uh Football, my first couple years in high school, I was in track, but I was also in choir, in band, in theater, you know, yeah. so I, I was, I was always kind of bubbling underneath my jockdom, uh, with, with some, with some nerddom. And, uh, these days I'd say that probably the biggest thing I nerd about, nerd out about is theater. Um, I am serving on the board of the community theater here in town. Uh, I threw a big benefit to raise some money to kind of get us jump started again because we kind of went from the old theater director who had done it for like 30 years and he had a hip replacement. He's like, I'm done, guys. I can't do this anymore. And I've kind of 
stepped into that role a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm directing, I'm directing a show and I am also performing in said show while I'm also kind of the second man building the sets and doing stage design and all this type of stuff. So it's pretty crazy, but yeah, That's I know not about theater. I love entertaining. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Jeremy, uh, Holmes used to work at a theater. I did. Yeah. Yeah, what, was usher. What, like what kind of theater? You I were an a, usher. I was a janitor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I also I did some ushering too. Yeah, yeah. What kind of I, theater are we talking about? I worked at a um a local Christian theater company by the name mm. of Taproot. Taproot. Mm-hmm. That was a Christian band too, wasn't it? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, uh, not related. Were they Christian? No, I can't remember. Taproot. I don't think it was Christian, but yeah, Taproot. Where does that name come from? There's always a clever reason. I'm oh, Googling I don't, it. I don't I'm know. Googling I don't it. have a good enough. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a good enough memory to remember. But yeah, I used <laughs> to. Um, you know, they they're they're a Christian theater company, and they did like my favorite memory from working there was um going to they had like improv on mm-hmm. comedy or on Saturday nights. They had like an improv thing after their evening show that you could stick around for, and it was always like a pay what you can deal. Yeah, and so I would um I would always go to that and kind of had dreams of maybe getting into getting into that someday. But see, I I, I had a Christian improv group when I was in high school. <laughs> what the, oh, what was the yes, what was did. the name? What would <laughs> well we we were the out of the gray performers, uh-huh. but uh, we we our youth group on Saturday nights the the actual youth got together and made a uh, a service on Saturday nights and we mm-hmm. called it out of the gray because God said, you know, I don't want you hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out. And oh, like, well, what's lukewarm? The I color like gray. It. Gray is yeah. neither black or white, blah, blah, blah all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. So out of the gray, you got to get out of the gray. And um, uh, we, the, the central theme of it was usually there was an evil person who wore sunglasses who was the devil and he was yeah. trying to convince somebody to do something bad. And then Jesus <laughs> came along, who was in the white hat, who mm-hmm. convinced yeah. everybody to do the right thing. And I was usually the devil because I was charismatic, and we all know mm-hmm. Satan mm-hmm. is very charismatic. Yes. Yep. And we did it every Saturday night, and uh, usually Friday nights we got together and kind of did a little planning. And I would uh, like with most improv groups, you don't. It's not completely improvised, like off the cuff. You have kind of a. Uh, uh, Bullet points that you hit, and so we. Yeah. I would. I would kind of write all the bullet points. I'd tell everybody what to do, and and we'd do it. And we killed. In fact, we we started uh, out of out of the gray. We started going to other churches and doing the improv. And uh, oh, my parents were proud. So basically, <laughs> you were producing um, those uh, GI Joe um, and le- knowing is half the battle. Yes. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Accepting I, the Lord is half the battle. <laughs> I, I found the taproot thing in the Bible. You want oh, to know it? Yeah. It's yes, from please. Daniel. Ooh, uh, I love they, that guy. They said to leave the taproot of the tree for your kingdom will be restored to you when you come to understand that heaven rules. Nice. I don't understand is that, that. Is that New King James? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, NIV would have told us a lot more. Yeah. Read it in the message. Can you find it in the message? I'll let you. I'll you guys are you making jokes up. and I have no idea no, what it means. No, seriously, look it up and see <laughs> if you can find language. it in the message. The message is like, I'll tell you this, and it'll probably give an idea as to what the, the message translation is like. My parents um, are very touch and go about the message, even being a valuable tool at all, because they changed so, so much oh. of the Bible. Basically, right. they tried to like put it in kind of modern day terms right okay so they tried to they tried to make it more relevant they tried to make it a nicholas sparks novel yeah yeah (laughs) yeah jeremy i i also um played satan in quite a few plays in youth group but it was i did it foreshadowing for both of you (laughs) yeah no joke i i did it because i had um this was back when I could grow hair and I had, I had little, um, I had, my head was shaved with the uh-huh. exception of my bangs. Oh, you had that look going on. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was really easy to throw some gel in those puppies and spike them up into devil horns. Oh, oh yeah, it was yeah. nice. <laughs> and did people in the church actually get a little uncomfortable? Like, Oh, those are horns. That means he might, he might actually be the devil. He might be channeling them. No, you know, I think that, um, I think that I was kind of a weird kid. I mean, people, uh, 
I, I think kind I, of. I think it's probably yeah. what people sort of expected from me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I I also used to wear like um you know those like Shakespeare pants. They're kind of like baggy with Pantaloons. like stripe mm-hmm. like yeah like strips of baggy uh-huh. like I don't know. I called them like pumpkin pants, but yeah. Anyway, pirate I pants. believe I've seen yeah, Lil Wayne pants. wearing those type of things lately. Actually, yeah. See, I was a, yeah. I was ahead of my time. I you was were. ahead of my time, and my middle name is Wayne. So. There you go. What do you JW. know? What do you yeah. know? Oh my You're god, JW? Yeah. My my cousin used to write on the tractor that I used to drive during harvest. He wrote JW on the back of the tractor all the time for me, and he would Ooh. never tell me why. Ooh, never okay. tell me why. I'm like, "Why are you doing that?" I said, "My middle initial is D." He's like, "Who cares? JW." I'm like, "What are you doing? Why J why JW?" Ooh. It was uh the, foreshadowing. The, the, the similarities between us are Eerie. It is really creepy. It's it is creepy. really, really creepy. Eerie. Um, so uh, uh, you recently went to New Orleans. Is that correct? Yes. Another pl- another thing that I nerd out about, dude. Um, I hear you and Miss at Kissy Eyes are mm. considering going on a little trip to NOLA, as they say. Maybe. Yeah. Chris- I've true? never been. Christy says it's the greatest thing ever. I love I, it. I'm a little concerned that I'm going to feel like I'm missing out on the experience because – 90% no. of the stories I've heard about New Orleans involve drinking. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do. Yeah. But you don't have to drink to have fun. My parents went and loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that tells you something. Um, and my dad, uh, he doesn't drink at all. He split a flight of beers with me one night at a brewery. That's so apparently he, he does drink. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, so, yeah, he's not, you know, he's not on the wagon, but he – Right. That's all he had the entire week we were there. Yeah. And by the way, we went out and did a whole bunch of stuff. So uh, how are you at people watching? Oh, that's like one of my favorites. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Then you're going to love New Orleans because mm-hmm. even during the day, I don't care if you're at a bar, you can be at Jackson Square. Uh, you can be at, on Bourbon Street. No matter where you're at, the people watching is incredible. Just on the streetcars, the, the, the people watching is incredible. It's and just, the people are so nice. And it's, a, it's, a, it's like you're in a European city. In the deep American South. Hmm. It's incredible down there. The architecture. Uh, they preserved everything from for, for, for hundreds of years. Uh, they, they've, they've, they've known that, that, that their heritage was important, so they've preserved everything. And uh, you can take all sorts of tours to learn about the city and, and really get, in, get in, in, engulfed in everything that's down there. But there's food. How do you like food? Are you a foodie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't become a man of uh, of my stature without right. uh, ingesting a man of, some of larger amount of carriage. Food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. No. The the food down there is incredible. So every meal that you have, you're just gonna be just enthralled with 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 the flavor, with the the, the, the what they can do to crawfish will blow your mind. <laughs> it's incredible. Breakfast is the best meal of the day down there. Go to a place called Ruby Slipper. It's Incredible. You, yeah. you, you, okay, so you're gonna love the food. You're gonna love the people watching. You're yep. gonna love the history. You're gonna love the architecture. I'm in. There's uh, there's ghost stories around every single corner, um, and you can also go out out of the city and go to some of the plantations where they actually walk you through um, a day in the life of the plantation out there. And then, so <laughs> do you like history? Yeah, that, that sounds horrible. Doesn't it, doesn't it sound awful? That yeah. sounds horrible. It sounds Who horrible. Came up with that being a good idea. They treat it with the utmost respect. Oh, they my really do. God. They really do. No, the, the the plantations are incredible. They're beautiful, and they really do talk about the history. And you learn a lot about slavery, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, it is important to talk about that stuff. Otherwise, you are doomed to doomed repeat, to repeat it. it. So it's important that you have museums like that to remind us. Yeah. And also, by the way, it's one of the most beautiful spots on Earth, Oak it's Alley. So it is in, beautiful. Is, You've been there, Christy. Oh yeah, is uh, it's incredible. Uh, do, I mean, is it still jacked up from Hurricane Katrina? It didn't get it, nothing happened to it. No, well, Fresh I just mean perfectly fine. New, I just mean New Orleans in general. Um, where you go in New Orleans, <laughs> you'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. Now, obviously, you don't go to the Lower Ninth Ward, but to be fair, nobody went there before anyway. Although now, okay, you talk about plantation tours oh. being disgusting. There are Katrina tours. That's the gross one. Really? That. You get on tour buses and they, and I was like, look at these houses. They're just, 
Oh, devastated! Yeah. It's, With like uh, megaphones, like all right, look off to your right, whiteies. So they're still right. they're yeah. still trash yeah. houses. They'll never they'll never oh, yeah. get back. Oh, they'll never recover. And the only but, reason I know I know that that's a thing is because of the show Treme. Uh huh. <laughs> Did you watch? It's a that? good show. Yeah, so it's a good. good show. So good. Down in a Treme. Uh, last time we were down there, we went and watched the Rebirth Brass Band um at uh oh god i can't remember what uh, preservation hall yeah. uh which is like a there were oh my god there were probably 300 people packed into a place that's only supposed to hold about 150 scott bacula was hanging out in the back oh, just wow. hanging out are you sure and, it was uh, him and wasn't someone that taken over his body <laughs> <laughs> ziggy according to my calculations um no it it was him they film um NCIS new orleans down there and, uh, yeah, makes sense. and that's another thing, Jeremy, it's, it's like the new Hollywood. Uh, they filmed so, so many things down yeah. there. There's a, there's a huge studio that's down in New Orleans now. And everywhere you go, there's cameras that are filming a Matthew McConaughey movie or an NCIS. I mean, and to me, the, the most important thing is the relaxation and the history. You mm-hmm. go down there and you can sit in a cafe that somebody was having coffee in 250 years ago, relaxing and trying to forget about their day as well. Or like I actual mean, pirates yeah. had yeah. like hung out in the bar. Pirate Alley. You can go mm-hmm. down there and you can go to a, a bar that's like – oh, God. Uh, Lafitte's Bar is a couple hundred years old. It's just a shack. It's on the far end of Bourbon Street. Not very many people make it all the way down there. We were there. It was like 90 degrees outside. But the building is so old and moist. <laughs> it, it just breathes. It was <laughs> yeah. cold in there. It was cold. And like there was hardly any lights, you know, and you're sitting at tables that are probably 100 years old. The history there is incredible. You, you got to go. You're going to love it. I brought my sister down there and she was very excited. And by the time we left, she was in love with it. I mean – it's just okay. Some people go to a resort to relax. Yeah. But and I've gone to resorts to relax. I love resorts. But New Orleans, you go down there and you're in a different world. It's a different world. It's com- it's completely different than anywhere else you've ever been. Yeah. And you forget about everything else. And by the way, I took 28,000 steps one day while I was down there. Oh, there you go. 12 Twelve miles of walking. Burn off all that. Uh, burn off all that food you're yeah. eating. Yeah, the, so, the booze and the food. Twenty four yeah, hour beignets. We, we had um, mm-hmm. we, the. We just had Craig and Joe from the Tired and Emotional podcast. No, not yes, Craig. I noticed. Not Mike. Craig. Mike and Joe. Uh, yeah. We just had Mike and Joe from the Tired and Emotional podcast on on our show, and they're yep. actually down in New Orleans right, right now. now. I saw they and, released an episode. Yeah, of down and there. they they made some. One of them made a joke on there. I thought it was hilarious because. I think I was talking to you at one point and you had mentioned that you went on this ghost tour and yep. you realized on the ghost tour that you like <laughs> that you were also stopping at all. You stopped at like a gelato shop yep. and you stopped. Mm-hmm. It just happened that all these little tourist spots were also <laughs> yeah. haunted. And this they, tchotchke place, it sells keychains. say, I, <laughs> I music note New Orleans yeah. happens to be haunted. <laughs> they, they made a, they made a comment. I think Mike on the podcast made a comment about how. They were going to start a ghost, a ghost tour that was like, uh, that that was in like, um, like Motel Sixes and like, yeah. <laughs> like the Seven Eleven on the corner and like the yeah, it's all it's place. all gruesome stories of people dying from just cardiac arrest and stuff. <laughs> it's not <laughs> from people jumping food. from tall buildings yeah. and stuff. It's just old people dying yeah. in a hotel because they've got nothing else to live for. Well, it's really <laughs> funny because every time I go. I go on that ghost tour because it's always different because you have a different oh, yeah. tour guide and there's yeah. so much, mm. so many stories. And oh, yeah. I don't logically believe in ghosts, but when mm-hmm. I'm there, I do. And it's You're kind of like in. it sucks all in. sucks you in. Oh, it sucks like you it. in. Now you know what it's, it's like to be a Christian. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> you, str- you struggle with it all week and then you go to church on Sunday and you're like, eh, hey, maybe this is legit. Yeah. <laughs> He got you there, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> he got you there. I yeah, think I'd rather true. believe in uh, ghosts. The, the, the one that we went on, the, the guy who did the tour was also like, like led the uh, New Orleans Historical Preservation Society and stuff. And like he really believed this shit. And mm-hmm. the, the, the pause, the dramatic pauses he made were just long enough to where you were about to go bullshit. But then he would, <laughs> he would like, 
pull you back in. You're yeah. like, yeah. ooh. Well, it was They just was know so much history. There was one guy that we had um, that told so much history, and he would be like, let's stop here. Let's imagine the streets are the they're dirt and they're covered in pee and <laughs> yeah. the yeah. bodies are Close just are just piled up Smell from the plague and the he, urine soaked yeah, streets. Exactly. <laughs> and people just, are literally jumping out of windows <laughs> to avoid dying of the plague. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like the one hotel that used to be a civil war um hospital. It, the Omni Hotel. Yeah, and you'd be like, and the body parts, they just throw them out of the window mm. and you like get and it's nighttime and so and the streets are it just feel I don't know. Yeah. It just have to go. And they throw pieces well, of ham at you. Yeah. What's really cool about it too is when you think about it, even two hundred years ago, it was the city where you went to escape and party and hang mm-hmm. out too. So there were it, it hasn't changed much mm. in the last couple hundred years. Yeah. And um so a lot of those ghost stories yeah, they're ghost stories, but everything leading up to the death of these people is incredible too. Yeah, sure. You know, so they're telling you these incredible stories, and then they just say, "And now they're haunting the place." So ignore that part of it if you don't believe in that, and it's still a really cool tour because mm-hmm. you're learning about all these different places. You gotta go, dude. It's it's amazing. We I go never every drink. Year. I last time I went there, I was there four days, and I had two drinks. Yeah. All so, right. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I made it. I, I made it. You know, 22 years having a great time without drinking. Right. So you yeah, no. can probably make it. And the only reason yeah. I had those is because I had to have a Sazerac in the place where they invented it. Yeah. Have to. Uh, the Roosevelt. Yep. Yeah. And then yep. I wanted to have a mint julep at the plantation because you just kind of yep. have to do that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to dwell too, too long on this because, uh, too uh, late. We've got, we've got, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, my wife planned a drinking tour for us. And so she picked the eight. Yes, I said eight oh uh, most famous drinks in the city and then found the eight most popular places to get those drinks. Wow. Yeah, I could and tell so, I, I could tell as your night was progressing, I was watching those pictures come through on social media. Yeah. And I could tell that you guys were drinking because um your wife kind of looked like she actually liked you for a while. Yeah, didn't she? It was sweet. <laughs> like towards towards the end of the night, she started leading do... in a little bit. I'm like, she was oh, leading look at in, that. She was smiling. She was playing around with the jokes that I was doing with yeah. the pictures and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every once in a while, oh, eight could. drinks deep, I could usually get her to hang out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what we did is we we planned it out. We went to the farthest bar away from us first. That's smart. probably smart. Yeah. And then made our way back. So the last drink that we had was the closest one to our hotel. That's perfect. So we had. The Sazerac, we had a mint julep, we had a hurricane, we had a Ramus gin fizz. Um, oh goodness, what all did we have? We had a ton of stuff. It was it was amazing. And then one bar we went to, um, there wasn't any place to sit, and they're like, "Hey, if you want to go upstairs, we got a museum. You can go check it out." And by the time you come back down, somebody would probably be gone. We went upstairs, and there was a Mardi Gras museum in. The, it yeah. was. Like four hallways long. You just went down one, went oh, down another, went down awesome. another, and you, and you exited. And it was just awesome Mardi Gras stuff in there for free. I mean, every place you go has a bunch of history. So if you're a history buff, you got to go to New Orleans. It's my favorite place on earth, period. All right. Period. Done and done. Well, yep, yep. we can – um Instead, you know, we're going to the Space Museum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, instead – Which one? Uh, Washington, D.C. Heading to D.C. Oh, in like a month or so. That would be fun. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Be fun. So speaking of uh, speaking of the South, maybe yeah. this okay. is going to show my uh, geography skills shining oh. through from my homeschool days. Interesting. I saw a news article today. Christy said she wanted to touch t- touch base on it uh, that I think you shared on Facebook about mm-hmm. Missouri. Is Missouri in the South? No, Midwest. I, I think based off the Mason Dixon line. It was a disputed state, so uh, no, it's not part of the South. No, <laughs> so, so you know, Kansas it entered and- as a as a free state. Oh, that's right. I should know. Yeah. I've Kansas City, Missouri. I've been yeah. there. Literally, I've yeah. been to. Yeah, <laughs> Missouri is literally right next to Kansas. Mm, yeah. Well, and I kept when we were in Kansas City, I kept on saying, "Are we close to Ferguson?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know that shows technically. You were closer to Ferguson then than when you were in Seattle. That is correct. That is correct. You might correct. be mixing up Mississippi and Missouri. So there was a article that you posted about something in Mississippi involving food nope. stamps. Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Kansas City, Missouri. 
I got this. I got this. I got this. Kansas City, Tennessee. My mom gets. Uh, my mom pulled me aside the other day when we were out, and she's <laughs> like, "Your online persona. You're always complaining about homeschooling and making fun of homeschooling." And I think she gets upset when I. Uh, she takes it very personally when I talk well, about course. my lack of education. Mm-hmm. She was your teacher, right. your administrator, your principal. Yeah, I can but see why to she be might fair, my offended. mom knows where Missouri is probably. So yeah. that's uh, that's on me. It's, it's the Bible me. Belt. Of course, she knows where it is. <laughs> so, yeah. can you give us a recap of what the article yeah. was? Yeah, basically, it's 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 the GOP preying on the fears of their constituents. And they are trying to make it sound like everybody who is on food stamps are cheating the system somehow. And they're walking around with Air Jordans and driving Corvettes and eating steak and caviar uh, while all of us hardworking Americans are, are paying for them to rest on their laurels. Yeah. Um, so Missouri is uh, working to place more limits on the foods that may be purchased through the Government Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Um, SNAP is what it's called. Some foods such as steaks and seafoods uh, are seen more as luxurious than ne- uh, than necessities to be covered by taxpayers. So they're just going to be like, okay, so yeah, pork chops, steaks, uh, shrimp, we're not going to let you have that anymore because you know why? You should be eating freaking Taco Bell every meal and McDonald's <laughs> with like all the cheap other stuff and mm-hmm. just have rice and apples for every meal. Yeah. It's it's BS and I'm sick. I- I've never been on food stamps. But I have something called oh, what's the word? Empathy. Empathy, yeah. <laughs> a heart. <laughs> Where I can identify with people who need food stamps. Sure. And I appreciate the fact that we have um a safety net out there for people that they don't just have to hit rock bottom. They can actually hit the safety net and still be comfortable. Now comfortable to and I'm sorry, I'm going off on a rant here, but comfortable to me does not mean, you know, uh, eating rice and ham bone for every meal. Yeah. It's, you know, buying everything you, you need to get by, uh, trying to do it with coupons, food stamps. Um, uh, again, I've never been on food stamps, so I don't know exactly how it works, but you know, every once in a while, perhaps you can splurge and sure. get something. Now there are people who abuse the system. I yeah. get that, but there are far greater People who need the assistance, who every once in a while might get a steak. Yeah. Because you know what? If all you're having is rice and beans for every meal and bread and applesauce for every meal, mm-hmm. you're not going to feel very good about yourself. That's not going to want you – that's not going to motivate you to go out and do anything else in life because yeah. everything sucks. So why not allow them – to have steak every once in a while. And by the way, steak is good for you. Shrimp is good for you. Seafood is good for you. A lot of this, all, this other processed cheap stuff is not good for you, right. which is going to cause them to get ill. And then we as taxpayers are going to have to pay, pay for, for their too. for their medical bills too. So, I mean, come on, people. Where's your empathy? Well, and also and- in the Midwest, steak isn't as expensive as it is here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah we're going to pay cheap for salmon, but you're going to pay a lot. And, you know, vice versa. Yeah, Christy Christy grew up in Omaha, and it was cheaper to get steak than... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they gave away steaks. It's like oil in Iraq. (laughs) Or maybe not Iraq these days. Also, (laughs) with food stamps, I know um, in Washington, I believe I read something where um, for a, like, two people, so it would be like a mother and a kid, it's $200 a month. If that person wants to use $200 a month, their only food budget, to buy steak, I don't think that someone would actually make that choice. No, no, I I don't – well, the amount of people who do it are so minuscule. Sure. That it doesn't mean that you should throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. You know? What I don't understand with all of these kind of – things when people want to like let's drug test everybody that's on welfare and let's Doesn't like work. they go after these uh 
programs that specifically target the poor saying like yes. gov- government subsidies don't work or whatever. But the, I was reading an article about it and it pointed out that we all benefit from government subsidies in different ways, whether it's a Absolutely. tax break because you own a house or yep. because you bought a certain kind of car like that. That's free the, money that we're the getting. corn growers of America. Right. Mm-hmm. All of these, oh like, God, farm, farmers. these farmers are getting stuff. They're not being drug tested. They're that's not what, they're not being held to these insanely high standards yep. that we're and all that of a sudden demanding. An interesting debate is the fact that all of these farmers who I come from a long line of farmers. Like I said, I drove a tractor during harvest. Okay. I've cut I have manually cut balls off of cattle. Okay. Oh. So I'm I'm Midwest as it comes when it comes to all the, the to politics, right? But I've still found my way and become pretty far left. Yeah. But um, it, it annoys me that all these farmers get these massive subsidies, but they don't look at it like it's a government handout, and then they vote against <laughs> yeah. their own social interests. programs. Yeah, it, and, uh, it's because it just, they vote. They they vote for uh, abortions. They vote <laughs> against abortions. Yeah, and uh, for guns. And against gays. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. it's bizarre, and we probably. I mean, we could get into it real deep, but we won't because we sure. have we have in the past. But it's always, it's interesting to me that it seems like more often than not, it's it's the uh, the conservative people that are leaning towards trying to trim the fat on these or you know whatever they want to call it on these like social programs and you mm-hmm. know uh, food stamps or EBT or whatever and and uh. uh it, it's really interesting that those type of people are generally like those are religious people that believe mm-hmm. in God that would maybe identify or call themselves Christians, which thinking is about which is really, really supposed to be. I mean, Jesus came for the poor and the needy yeah. and and all that. Yeah. Like so, allegedly, it it, it it it. I was thinking about this earlier. And I was trying to find the words for it, and I've had just enough Jameson where I might just mess this up. But it's ironic to me that. Christians are supposed to be the ones who are out there helping people help. They're supposed to be the safety net um, and, and, and helping the poor and really putting their hands out there and getting into in there and, and, and helping them. Uh, but what you usually find are the far left leaning people who tend to be non-believers. Yeah. Not, not completely because a lot of Catholics are Democrats, but a lot of left-leaning people are atheists, and they're the ones who are the ones saying we need to help the poor out. Did you hear what the Duck Dynasty dude said about atheists the other day? What? <laughs> he was at a prayer meeting, and he his analogy was um, a father, a family, uh, at a home, and somebody breaks into the house, and they cut the head off of his wife in front of him. Uh, they rape the kids. And they cut the dick off of the off the father, mm-hmm. and this guy from Duck Dynasty, Robertson, whatever his name is, said, "Don't you wish there was a god now? Oh, atheists running <laughs> around, there are no rules. Yeah, this is what you get when there are no rules. Yeah. Isn't this wonderful? Because we can't I'm have like, morality outside of God, for sure. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm saying. It seems to me, from what I've seen since I've become an adult, yeah." Atheists have more morals and better morals than what I've seen from a lot of Christians in just empathy and how they treat other people. Yeah, I'd agree. I find that, that ironic. It's well, but they well, use and, the and there's never been the murder or rape or um, wars in the name of God ever. Never, yeah, no, never, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, sp- speaking of offending people, oh yeah. Speaking of being a jerk. Yeah, we uh we we've been debuting a segment as you if you've listened to the show the last couple of weeks you probably know we have kind of a new segment that we're calling Am I a Jerk? Mm. Oh yeah, you definitely know. You definitely know because you submitted a song. How could I forget? So, <laughs> no, 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 I said you're making me nervous. I'm not <laughs> sure where this is going. <laughs> so we Church. have we this is have, an intervention. Yeah, Uh-oh. <laughs> we uh. We have a new segment called Am I a Jerk? And we, we took some submissions for new, a new theme song. And Jeremy, you, you submitted a, uh, you submitted a song for us. I did. A wonderful Humbly. acapella. Maybe you could do a live rendition of it right now. All the parts. Yeah. Could you please? Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Am I, I don't remember all of this. It was all one take. I'll have you know. Jeremy's it was never four different seen tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. You did. It was. 
You did all one take. Fantastic. So we put out, we played through the submissions last week on the show that we got. And then we put a poll up on our website. I didn't see that. And and got (laughs) some, uh, and, and took some votes. And I will say, um, despite some attempted tampering by some of the people involved who may or may not be on the show right now, Craig was really on my side. <laughs> uh, there was, um, it, it was a, it was a, it was a runaway. You definitely won the, you definitely won the poll. I'm looking at so the even numbers. if you take away my 40 votes, <laughs> even if I take away all the votes that came from the same IP address <laughs> that were all for your song, uh, one of which, by the way, so we have a, there was a part on the forum where we could, you know, you could pick. You could pick your own, you know, you could pick one of the four that we played, or you could write in your own. And then there's an optional spot where you could put your name. And what the last one that came in for you, um, under the name said, definitely not Jeremy Henson <laughs> <laughs> as the name. Is it how terrible Sorry. is it that I didn't remember that this was even happening? It's, it's not hey, surprising. I... I'm su- <laughs> okay, it's weird. No, I don't remember typing that. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder if my wife voted for me somehow. <laughs> That's weird. Maybe she would have had to listen. Podcast. That would offend me greatly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. My my own co-host is more excited about other people's podcasts, including yours, than she is. I appreciate that. Than she is our own. So it's uh that's okay. So congratulations, Jeremy. I think that uh I think that we'll be using your your uh, awesome. your your submission. Although I kind of want to do like somebody said that I should make a uh uh What's that? Girl band? talk. A girl talk style mix up of your song and that the hip hop I'm a jerk song. Oh but yeah. I'm not near talented enough to, to actually be try and fair, do that. Mine was specifically made for Nerd Out Loud. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't repurposed. Yeah. Found on the internet for this. This was yeah. specifically for you guys. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah, everybody's jerking around. So, um, so we're gonna we're gonna do a quick round of Am I a Jerk? Ooh. And I I have a quick I'm one. I'm the judge. I have a quick one, and I know that you have one too, Jeremy. Okay. I do. I do. So I'll go. I'll go first. Um, okay. As I. Okay, so I'll. This is now. Do do we just vote the moment we realize? Uh, well, yeah, or nay, or me, do we let you tell the whole story? Let me explain, and then and then <laughs> and then I'll, I'll we'll open up the floor for for brief discussion if there is any or, or or voting. So I I am embarrassed to even bring this up because I am embarrassed to admit that this is even something that I have happening in my life but okay oh, no. as one does or do you know what a google alert is jeremy uh yeah do you know what it is? wait 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 I never <laughs> never use it Henson, okay. do you have a google alert for yourself I tell the not. truth i do not <laughs> okay. i do not so is it because you don't know how to set one i'd like to think i can figure <laughs> that out i mean <laughs> let me let me dare you <laughs> so let me just say this this Example comes from something that happened. I have a uh, I have a Google alert for myself. <laughs> I have a okay. Google alert that I set up for myself. Did. And no, I did it. I did it because um, I did it because I was listed as a producer on a podcast that I put out uh, with you know that I was very proud of. That's a tightly produced different type of show than this we'll say uh-huh. no yeah. it's not as sloppy it's very it's better world radio we've I've talked about it a million times but sure so i was it, I, my name was listed in a press release i need you to pause the story because you had this google alert way before no that. i Tell didn't the not truth. for my name not for my name okay so, hey, so i said he drops the truth every once in a while. <laughs> i wanted to catch i wanted to catch and see if my name would show up in the on the google alert for this press release that was going out <laughs> so i set up a google alert for myself and then I didn't delete it. Maybe after the first maybe. show came out last, now, last did year, did it pay off? Did that pay off? Did you get some Google alerts? Yeah, based well, off of that? not anything. Not anything. I mean, I have a substantial amount of stuff that I've put out there on the internet you with do. my name you on do. it. Lots of like, lots of podcasts and lots of stuff uh, yeah. for for years. It, yeah. And none of that shows up. I got a lot of stuff about a. I got a lot of stuff about like a, a basketball coach, like a high school, like Catholic basketball coach. And but <laughs> so here's what happened. Uh, about a week and a half ago, 
a, a porn a, a pornography movie Pornog- <laughs> pornography say movie it even more awkward came, wow. came, came out uh, with an actor in it named Jeremy Holmes and Ooh. ever since this movie came out that's all I get that's the only that's the only <laughs> Google alerts I get is Brazzers classic Doctor Adventures the importance of stimulation with Hang on, Brittany, let me write this down. with yeah. Brittany O'Nee and Jeremy Holmes wait it. <laughs> If I hook up with that guy, do is it cheating? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Right? Not, not if he has my name, it's fine. Okay, it's see. Fine. Yeah. That- <laughs> so, so I guess I guess what I want to know, what I want to, I'm burying myself before the court, making myself pros- prostrate, as it were. And um, do you think that I'm a jerk for setting up a Google alert for myself? Oh God. Okay. Five years ago, yes. <laughs> But these days with social networking being what it is and how it's such a big part of our lives and the fact that you do have a pretty big imprint. I mean, you're the producer of a couple it's podcasts. You, oh, internet, <laughs> internet imprint. I thought you were calling me fat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, that too. But no, no. I've been told I have a heavy step. No. <laughs> A heavy step and a flat foot, even bigger. <laughs> it's a bad combination. But, but um, yeah, five years ago, yeah, douchebags did this. But these days, uh, you are actually trying to make a name for yourself strictly based off the internet. Yeah. I mean, everything you do is on the internet. Yeah. As far as what you're doing for your brand and everything. I've got a so, personal brand to develop. I got free, I, I've got free popcorn to get from, from Pop Secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't come cheap. No. So, I wouldn't say you're a jerk for it. No. Narcissistic? Maybe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We already hey, knew game that. Game recognizes game on that one, buddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Christy? Um, I will tell you where you're a jerk in this. That you keep using the phrase personal brand. I mean, you've said <laughs> it to me like, stop harshing on my personal brand. I, I'm you using say- it ironically. I'm well, using it ironically. Okay, hipster. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, ironically or real. I'm using but... it tongue in cheek. Okay. To be fair, a lot of people start off using stuff tongue in cheek, and then it becomes like real yes. and part of their vernacular. Yeah. Yes. So I think that might be. Yeah, you need to halt that. Your... Okay. All right. Well. No, I think it's funny so my, that you did that. It's just typical. Yeah. So my takeaway is that I'm not a jerk. All right. So Jeremy, let's uh, moving on before we have time to um to think on that too much. Um, yeah. What, You'll get, on, you're going to get mail. Jeremy Holmes porn. You're, yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. to see a dick pic from this Jeremy Holmes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not. It's I'm not. The, oh, X videos. That's the most trusted brand. Doctor Adventures: so. The Importance of Stimulation. <laughs> is, Can I see a dick pic? What pic? you want to look it up? Doctor Adventures. Yeah. No. Uh, porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck finding that one. So, Jeremy, you said you said that you had one. You you uh, wanted to submit I yourself. Do. Oh, I just got distracted. I didn't find yours, but I found a lot of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let me get out of here. Exit the private window, and we're cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, this this is something. That, this is a running theme that I've had on my podcast. You guys have heard that my sister is. I love her to death. She's fun as hell to hang out with, but she is an odd duck sometimes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way. To it's say a nice it. way to put it. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you a backstory. What she does, she has this. Her mo is. I'm going to run a half marathon and then it's going to be in April. And this was back in like October. She talks about doing it. And then she will post on Facebook and Twitter all of the quote unquote milestones that she's doing of one mile, two mile runs, three mile runs. But she never gets over like four or five mile runs. I'm trying to look her up right now, so pardon me. She she said something along the lines of, I'm going to do this. And I said, um, hey, look, maybe you should pack it in. And uh, <laughs> most programs say the longest run before a half marathon should be 10 miles without any breaks. I'd pack it in, train harder for the next one, and risk further injury. She said, I run three miles all the time. That's not a big deal. It's anything over five that gives me my knee trouble. And I'm like, you don't do 5Ks all the time. You don't. So then I said, 
I'm just talking about setting realistic goals with a few 5K, getting the feel for that, then a 10K, move your way up. Competition is way different than everyday running. It allows you to set goals, meet them, and move on to the next. That's pretty, I mean, logical, right? Yeah. Yes. You should really set realistic goals and, and move on from them, not I've never done a 5K, I'm barely running, I'm going to go do a half marathon. So am I a jerk for calling her out on Facebook and now an international podcast <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and trying to beat some sense into her and be like, look, baby steps. If you want to do a half marathon, do it right. Am I a jerk or should I just support her no matter what? I'm voting first on this one. You, <laughs> okay. you are not a jerk because you could have said, hey, listen, you've never finished anything. We've heard this so <laughs> many times. Yeah. Don't fool yourself. Stop posting your shitty runs everywhere. You didn't. You were very nice. Yeah. You actually said exactly what she wanted to hear. And now she can say, oh, yeah, it's a consensus. Yeah. I should not do this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, good. But the other thing is, but I'm a power lifter. If I wanted to bench press 450 pounds and I didn't get 280, mm-hmm. yeah, you I'm can't not jump, jump to it. Right. To it. You, I mean, you would you hurt have, yourself. Yes, you have to put the work in. And I think it's offensive to other people who are really doing it. Like, I know a person who's going to do that half marathon who just ran 10 miles in under an hour. And she's putting the work in. Yeah. And to me, it's like offensive to the people who are working their ass off for someone to to kind of make light of it. And so that's that's kind of where I'm at on that. But here I am. Okay. You know, you know, we talked about feedback on podcasts earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've bitched about my sister a couple times. It's never gotten back to her, <laughs> but uh, it's one of those where every time I, I do that, I feel <laughs> so guilty afterward. <sighs> so here we go. We'll be another okay. week of that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think we'll be okay. I'll tag her. I'll be sure to oh, tag her on, when I post it. Yeah, at Mommy Loves Wine. You guys can find her on Twitter. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Hit her up, guys. Let her oh. know. Let her know that we talked about her. Um, I have a question because you just said that you are into um, weightlift, powerlifting. What's your favorite? Yes. Olympic lift. Oh, see, okay, so there's there's, there's differences in Olympic lift and uh, just like USAA powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Olympic lift, like while I'm watching Olympic, is is probably the um, hang clean and press. Okay, because they're lifting all of that weight from a stop all the way up across their body and pushing it as far as they can up in the air. I mean, that is a full body maneuver. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lifting as much as I used to. I'm trying to lose weight. Um, because I've, I had the health issues. I had my knee, my head exploded, uh, when I had the pseudo brain aneurysm. And it was all mm-hmm. because I was packing on the muscle. And when you pack on the muscle, you're also packing on the fat unless you are juicing. And, uh, so I got too fat and juice. decided, yeah. what's that? I love juice. It's not apple juice, buddy. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I decided instead of getting incredibly fat, I'm gonna start losing some weight. So yeah. I can't I can't lift like I used to. And all my gym buddies give me a hard time about it. My oh. favorite is the clean and jerk. Mm, it's a good one because too. I like to do the jump move because I'm like not only am I putting up you know I'm sm- you know smaller so like not only am I throwing up 150 pounds over my head, I'm also jumping. <laughs> yep yeah yep. Cl- clean and jerk is what i call uh saturday afternoon yeah a lot of them like the snatch <laughs> the clean and jerk they're all pretty dirty sounding i remember when i first started doing um crossfit and i'd like google a lot of this stuff i'm like no this is probably not so good that i'm <laughs> yeah, this could be like a um this could be a, a, a game that we play on a different episode. Yeah. Is this a CrossFit yeah. workout or a weird sex thing? Yeah. Well, also, they also call it the box too. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clean and jerking at the box. That's right. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna um we're gonna start we're gonna start landing this plane. But before we do that, oh. I have a brief announcement. T minus oh, no. three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two. One. Liftoff. 
regarding space. <laughs> regarding space. Oh. There's an exciting upcoming event that I want to tell you guys about. Oh, what is it? Uh, on Monday, SpaceX is going to be launching uh, a rocket, a resupply mission to the International Space Station. I believe it's their sixth one to go up there. Ooh. Maybe I'm wrong. Nope. The sixth, sixth of 14 Dragon ISS resupply missions to the ISS. Can you believe that I just knew that off the top of my head? That is really, really depressing. Well, the thing is, you could say misinformation. Everybody turned out. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If 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 they didn't get tired uh, listening to us talk about New Orleans, they've they've turned off. Uh, that's they've, interesting. They've turned this off. Hey, yeah, it was. Uh, One supply- I'll just randomly. I'll, I'll just randomly say bullshit whenever Jeremy's telling a space story because <laughs> I might just land on it. Uh, you never because know because one mission to the ISS or whatever could rebuild New Orleans Here's three times over. Here's the Ooh. thing that is that is uh, potentially going to change space travel forever that's going to happen on Monday is the the bottom half of the rocket or the, sec- the second stage of the rocket. Uh, usually it just falls down to Earth and go and it's just garbage mm-hmm. and it never it can't be used again. Uh, uh, SpaceX is now trying to uh, save that part of the rocket, and oh. re- so they can reuse it, so they can use it again. Awesome! And they're that gonna, seems dangerous. They're going to actually land it, so the this rocket comes back down like a guided reentry, and then lands vertically. I saw. I think I saw videos of that yeah. when they were practicing it out oh. in the middle of the ocean. Yep. and they could try to land on the air- aircraft carrier. It's going to land on a. Uh, it lands on a on a drone ship, and then uh, they'll a and then they'll platform. reuse it. And then they'll reuse it. Okay, can I talk to you? Do you guys remember recycled paper? That you would get note paper, but it kind of was a little shitty. It was like softer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It it didn't write as well, Mm -hmm. and it got wet, and it just disintegrated. Yeah, doesn't seem very smart to recycle rocket stuff. Well, this the the people that are behind this are are extremely smart. I think I think we're going to be okay. So they're not big paper. The uh, (laughs) (laughs) they're not big paper. Yeah. So the the first. The first time they tried, uh, it, the rocket was going too fast because they ran out of hydraulic fluid on the braking system. Basically, so it sounds super, the, super smart. The second These are time, super smart. The people. second time they, well, they were literally trying something that it's never been done before. Never okay. been done. You've seen pictures of, of rockets like in World War II when they were testing them and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it looked silly back then, but look where we are now. Exactly. Yeah. So the, Henson, the second you're supposed time, to be on my side. <laughs> the second no, I'm on time home side. that they were trying yeah. this, they couldn't do it because there was like. 60 foot swells out in the ocean and it was just too wavy or whatever so they did a soft they did a soft landing on on water but they got data from it so this time on monday they're going to try and land on this drone ship again i'm feeling good about it and i'll tell you this if you're on twitter follow at just space things on twitter because i'll be watching it as it happens and retweeting pictures and stuff like that as they are available Incidentally, you said 50-foot swell or 70-foot, 60-foot swells. Yeah. I think after it gets over 30-foot, they're not swell anymore. They should probably name them something else. It's no longer swell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Swell means something like, oh, that's swell. That's fantastic. That's, that's great. Yeah. Swell. Yeah. The 30 feet, no, it's not swell anymore. It's dangerous. Giant mountains of water. Yeah. <laughs> Christy, you said I should be on your side. I, I'm, I, one of my favorite segments before I wrote that fantastic song was um, Space. The space segment. I love hearing Jeremy talk about space. Hmm. There we go. So there, there. you're the one. Space, You're the one. Space story what, too. What do yeah. they say? Uh, twice a day, a broken clock is right, <laughs> or yeah. a blind squirrel finds a nut. Uh, 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 a broken clock is right twice a day. There you go. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, uh, something about boats raising in a swell and a high a... tide water. Yeah, something like yeah. that. It's like um, a, I think it's a George Bush quote. That's we right. Won't get into it. <laughs> I had space news just real quick. Oh, if yeah. You're interested. Go. Um, We're not uh, interested, but go ahead. Members high up in NASA are saying by the year, what is it, 2025, they believe that they are going to find life out there on another planet. Like uh, mm-hmm. they really believe, maybe not life like, you know, intelligence, Bacterial but life or something. you know, paramecium and stuff like something. that out there. It's, it's no longer um, if it's out there, it's a matter of when. And I yeah. find that incredible i can't wait if yep. it's within our lifetime that's going to be one of the biggest discoveries it's going to be amazing. of all time yeah yeah and within a thousand years you go from not understanding what's out there to there's other us up there now granted it's not humans but bacteria is us that's where we came from there's other us out allegedly. there that's yeah, yeah. Oh, allegedly that. that's right you don't know that it's 
<laughs> no, the facts tell me that though, and I believe those facts. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that that's incredible to me. It and, is. And, this this type of thing kind of goes under the radar every once in a while, but when NASA says something like that, that's not conjecture. That is, yeah, they've got a timeline for it, and they're going to try to make that happen. It's well, incredible. They are rapidly finding out that there are there's there the the solar system, even just our local solar system here, uh, is is rich with water. I mean, there there are mm-hmm. moons of Jupiter that have more water on them than all of our oceans combined. Yep. There's underwater uh like glaciers on Mars. There's so there's there's water all over and where there's water, there's a really good chance that there's going to be something there either is right. or has been something there. So but also as our understanding of life uh increases as like what what we understand of, of where life comes from and, and how it can thrive and where it can exist. It also expands where we can look for it because we used to just think that you have to have water, but there's, there's, there are animals, uh, there are uh, little microscopic organisms that yeah. can live without water for a hundred years, Yep, you know? So, I mean, you don't necessarily have to have water. It's just life as we understand it. There can be other things out there that thrive on chemicals that we think would kill us. So, I mean... I'm I'm fascinated by it. So yes, Jeremy, I was one of the first people to follow just space things. Yeah. I definitely support your uh, your space segment on here. I'm I'm behind you, butter. Um, right. Butter? I said butter. butter. <laughs> it's all right. It's like four butter. in the morning on Tuesday or something for you. So. Um, it is one. It is <laughs> math one is hard. Um, <laughs> his yeah, daughter constantly she she's really into space. You know. Um, and that's great. Yeah. Um, she doesn't know her alphabet, but she can tell you all about all the planets. <laughs> yeah. She knows what a comet is made out of. That's awesome. <laughs> but, that's yeah. awesome. but she struggles with her letters. Right um, now, so. And we're she, baby steps. Yeah, she is often asking us if we think that there's aliens on other planets and gets really upset if we say, well, we don't know. And I finally <laughs> had to tell her, well, some people believe in aliens and ghosts and Jesus and Santa <laughs> Claus and some don't. Ah. See, this might open a Pandora's box, but I believe most certainly there are aliens out there. Yeah. Maybe not in our solar system, but if the universe is infinite, then that means that there most certainly are. Yeah. Other I mean, just life ma- forms just out mathematically there. there's intelligent ones. Well, you saw the and- Scientology documentary. Yes. So that's true. <laughs> so that's true. So there you go. But no, but if it's truly infinite, that means that there are also other uses out there. Because literally, and this is where it gets a little Neil deGrasse Tyson-y, but the, the probability of us being – other uses being out there means that other bacterias that are other on other planets would eventually become us because there are billions and billions and billions and billions of opportunities for it to become us. So therefore, it's going to happen eventually. So, I mean, there are literally other Eureka podcasts and Nerd Out Louds out there right now. Hopefully, they're better. Then we might get more downloads. Maybe there's think- an alternate universe where Craig's um, hot water heater didn't explode and he could have come on the show. Yeah, it's out there. It's You'll out there. Know. Literally everything's out there. It's incredible to me. Oh. I And and the moment I, I – uh, and I always struggle to say stop believing in God. But the moment I, I started opening myself up to science, I, I, I became more enthralled with life than when I was religious. Like to me, it's incredible to be nothing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. It's incredible to be just this little nothing. Like to me, the possibilities are endless, and that's 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 incredible. To me. It's it's, so it's much, much more of a miracle and fascinating to believe uh, in like evolution of of how we came than just some person in the sky said, "You're a dog, and you're a cat, and you're a man, yeah. and you're a woman." That's yeah. Much yeah. more spectacular, and and I have a plan for you, but don't you dare ask. Yeah, don't ask what it is, <laughs> yeah. and don't touch that. Don't it's look at secret. that. Whatever you do, don't ever yeah. look at it or taste and it. Or don't you dare put your penis near nope. that. Don't do that. Not until you're married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not until you've signed a piece of paper. Well, but some of you can't get married. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Oh well, let's uh let let's let's land this plane as it were. <laughs> Or crash into the fifty-foot cra- swells. Yeah, or crash into the. 50 <laughs> foot. That's not a swell. If we run out of, uh, yeah, if we run out of hydraulic fluid, it will not end well for anybody. So, uh, <laughs> if if anybody's still left out there, where uh, that hasn't heard of you, that's still listening to our show, where should oh, they find God. you? 
if anybody's left. <laughs> have you seen how many followers I have? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at Ain't No Swayze. Uh, we are at Eureka Podcast. Um, if you don't know how to spell it, you don't deserve to listen to us. Um, it took me like six months of listening to you guys to figure out how to spell <laughs> Eureka. But. I, I, it's the worst name in the world, but it, it we did it for like two or three episodes and eventually said, eh, we can't change it now. Yeah. So that's who we are. That's, that's, we uh, and EurekaPodcast.com. Yeah, EurekaPodcast.com. We, awesome. we officially bought the uh, the website. The, not the website. The What do they call it? The URL? Yep. Yeah. URL. Hey, look at that. There we I'm go. Technological. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Follow Craig too. He's at an average Gatsby, which might be one of the most creative uh, <laughs> Twitter <laughs> handles of all time. Yeah. And he's, I would I say. I like Eno Swayze too. I think you both have very creative ones. He is a, uh, yeah. he's, I will say Craig is an underrated Twitterer. Mm-hmm. He is a, uh, he, he sneaks under the radar of, uh, he, he has some, some gems. So check he's him the out. British comedy of American Twitter. <laughs> 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 like he has really bad teeth. Oh, oh no. Man. No, he's got a dry humor. Jesus, oh. Jeremy, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you can find us at just nerdoutloudpod.com. Super easy. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, we're there. <laughs> and all of our contact information, everything, website, phone, phone number, Twitter, everything, nerdoutloudpod.com. I'll put all of the links to everything we talked about in the show notes. Including and- Jeremy Holmes' porn? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I just saw some I pictures. I'll just, oh. I'll just have to bookmark that myself. <laughs> I, I found yeah. I found some pictures you of can, him. So you can go find right. Jeremy Henson on Twitter, and he'll uh, he'll he'll tweet you the links to pornography. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've got a I got a ton for you. All right, guys. Uh, any last words, Christina? Yes, this is when you do it. <laughs> Never wait for Kate. How about you, Jeremy? I don't care if you don't like me. Just keep your mouth shut. I don't remember what the old sign off was. <laughs> but now keep you your name out my mouth. Yeah, you might want to go back and listen to it. Well, and also, um, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we love you, Chio. No. Let your nerd flag fly. You're in a podcast. Done and done. Yeah. Done and done. Good. Thanks, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. It's absolutely. always nice chatting with you guys. I like you guys a lot. I know. We got to just... Uh... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. There you go. Well, Chrissy just guys. walked out of here, but she said bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>